There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes. Oh, she drinks gin and whiskey and she drinks Dago Red. Now, we just put an explicit mark on it and we're good. That was always the sign of a good album in high school. Yeah, yeah. absolutely it was, yes. <laughs> that was always the sign of an yeah, album like, I oh, couldn't geez. get. Really? You couldn't get that one? No. Wow. My mom, strict. Yeah? Strict. Yeah? strict. Oh. You're putting her to her now. You're Catholic like, Spanish. I bought every one oh, of those yeah. albums. Yeah, yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. what I could. Yeah. Posting those photos on Facebook. Just 28 just years old. Yeah. I went and got them all. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was the same way, but it conveniently placed sales sticker on so Blink 182s. Oh, there you go, yeah. How was it? Take off your pants and jacket right over the explicit sits. <laughs> she had no idea. So we had to hide our Rush albums Ooh. and kiss. There you go. Because yeah. it was so good. Yeah, yeah you're good. It mental. was dangerous back then. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Rush was da- what? Yeah, it was satanic. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, yeah. they're Canadian, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell is Rush satanic? They're Canadian. Again, this is many years ago. They they might as well be devils. Scared of everything. Wow. Foreign nationals corrupting us. Well, I mean, I was actually, my brother was actually listening to, what was the um, um, uh, mother, the guy who sings mother? Yeah. He was uh, actually Danzig. satanic. Danzig, yeah. My yeah. brother was listening to that at like 14 or whatever when he came out, you know. I was listening to that. That was actually truly satanic because he's a devil worshiper. Tony Danzig? No, Danzig. <laughs> Not Tony Danza. This isn't who's the boss. Totally. I was like, he's satanic? <laughs> he might be right. How else do you explain his career? Yeah, yeah. no, really. It's true. <laughs> he's still relevant he's today. Still <laughs> no, no, no. He sold his soul somewhere, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't mad at him. You heard it here first. Blind pig, uh, this, is a, this is a special, Why special we, announcement. Are we not recording? Oh, I'm grabbing. No, I'm grabbing all of that. <laughs> hey, no, okay. it's all it's all recording. We can start. We can actually do an official show opener whenever you want. I think this is it. But the Howdy, guys. How you doing? <laughs> Hail Danza. Hail Danza. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing up the goat. Hey, that, that won't be a bad uh, beer name there. Hail Danza. Hail Danza. Special release. <laughs> I'm going to have not? to trademark that before you yeah, guys do. There you go. There you go. That's a You're fantastic, fantastic. fantastic. Hail Danza. <laughs> but it can only be released somewhere in Indiana. Mm. What do you think? Be like, you don't want yeah. it on tap here first? I'll have it on tap here first, of course, yeah. obviously. <laughs> good fellas yeah. girl, Mackinac yeah. Island. Absolutely. There you go. But, you know, you got to you got to give it to the Hoosier State a little bit at least. Oh, yeah. Why don't we tell these our listeners, who the hell we actually have <laughs> on where today. we are. Because right. we just We're went off on a tangent of howdy, how you doing, and it, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> We're a little you, north this week, boys. A little north? Really? A little north? A little north. We can't get much more north get. without getting out of <laughs> the U.S. I'll get him. Yes, we're a little north this week. We are in, in the beautiful Mackinac Island at Goodfellows. This yeah. is, I mean, this is my first trip to the island. It is. And, uh, I've been here a couple of times. Eh, even yeah. whatever. I, it's, this is not about you now at this point. This <laughs> wait, is more about me. Wait, you've been here a couple of times, yet you took us to the wrong restaurant first. To be fair, there is about <laughs> There's like eight three other. Right yeah, yeah <laughs> we're slowly taking over. When Brennan was like, hey, we're going to go to Goodfellas, I was like, all right. So I, I look it up on Facebook, and there's like 17 on Mackinac. Oh, right. Right. Now, wait like, a minute. Okay, what plus, are we doing here? We got off the ferry. You went left. We walked across the street, and there is and there's a big sign with, yeah. with alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. going there. Yeah. Well, looked like a good place specifically, to start. this is the grill. Goodfellas yeah. Grill here on Mackinac Island, 7416 Main Street. Nice. Good plug there. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think we walked into the wine cellar and then the uh, sure. something, wings and things. We have a little bit for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So yes, we are at the grill. The beautiful grill with some incredible food. I we I think we were eyeballing some burgers earlier. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah, those yeah. burgers look amazing. Good. A pretzel bun action. Oh uh, yeah. 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 I didn't realize how hungry I was until I got here. Yeah. And it's a special day here as well because there's a tap takeover going on. By a Beards Brewery. One actually. Yes. That. Yeah. Beards Brewery. Yes. Well, well how you doing, it? sir? Who are our guests, Brandon? <laughs> we have uh, Ben with us, joining us from Beards. Ben from Beards. Yes. Ben from Beards. Ben from Beards. And? Glad to have you on, Ben. Thank you. And AC. JC. JC. I'm really? sorry. I was going to say oh. AC Slater. Ooh, yeah. JC Slater. We'll, we'll edit that out. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no that's Dan. JC Slater staying on. Yeah, keep it. Yes. JC yeah. of Goodfellas, of course. The uh, yeah, AC's one of the other restaurants he accidentally went to. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He is the mixologist here as well, correct? Yeah, general manager. Um, I don't know if I'd call myself a mixologist. I just try to put some things together. Hopefully, it tastes <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, been here for since we opened three years ago. Awesome. Three long years. So. But you are not a native of Northern Michigan, correct? I'm not. I am originally born and bred in Tampa, Florida. One You're of the very few. Way south to way up north. That's right. Yeah. What brings someone from Tampa to to Northern Michigan? You know. For being from Florida, you just have this huge, you know, especially Southwest Florida, Naples, Fort Myers, Bonita Springs area. You have a huge um, uh, connection through snowbirds. Everybody's aunt, uncle, or oh, grandparent yeah. has yeah. a uh, home down there, or summers or winters there, and yada yada. So, you know, my my specific story was more of my dad owned a couple restaurants in uh, the Naples, Fort Myers, Bonita Springs area, and one of his employees was coming up here and. Uh, me at the time being at Florida State, I was in Tallahassee, calls me up, what are you doing this summer? Well, not going to take any classes, just going to hang out, save some money for the semester. And he told me, would you like to come up to Mackinac Island? Now, keep in mind, my dad is off the boat from Spain. He does. <laughs> I was even surprised he knew what the hell Mackinac Island was. I didn't know. I'm in college, mind you, and I didn't know that there was even an island up here. And... Uh, he said, well, there's, you can make a lot of money, and there's a lot of girls up there. So me being Sold. in college, yeah. here we are nine years later. Yeah, so. I was hoping for a witness protection program. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll take I wouldn't be out. able to tell you that, yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about Goodfellas. Well, Goodfellas Grill um, specifically has been open for three years, like I said. Um, we're, you know, an offshoot of Goodfellas restaurants, which, um, as you pointed out earlier, has, you know, a little bit for everybody. We have, you know, a chop house, which, you know, specializes in Italian fare, you know, more of uh, uh, seafood and uh, steaks, Italian food. And then we have, you know, the wine cellar that also um, features some tapas. Um, and I always say tapas, people think topless. No, tapas, like small plates. I was getting um, really excited. And so. some, yeah, unfortunately not yet. Um, <laughs> Uh, and some fantastic wine. And then, uh, you know, you have Goodfellas Grill where we here specifically we focus on craft cocktails, craft mm-hmm. food, and, and craft beer. Um, yeah, your selection down there was awesome. I mean, yeah, just, just, your, just you. your liquor selection yeah, thank was you. Did you see the selection of absinthe? Yes. yes. I, it blew my mind. I was like, I have never been to a place that actually had that widest selection of absinthe, I, let alone absinthe. You used to have a bottle. Yeah. They yeah. have one. Maybe yeah. one. one yeah. Kind of at the it's back end. Yeah. Yeah. Do you serve it properly when you do the absinthe? I do. I the have drip the spoon, over the spoon. Yeah, yep. yeah, oh, yeah, awesome. yeah. In fact, actually, I, I don't have a spoon right now just because I 
kind of broke it, but uh, <laughs> which is un- unbelievable. I don't know how you break an absence boom, but you can. Uh, apparently, I found out. But um, <laughs> please tell me you you're know, doing like, something really cool with it, though. No, no, yeah, I, I don't even want to tell you the story. But um, <laughs> you know, here, like I said, specifically at the grill, you know, we we incorporate a lot of the things that you find in the bars uh, behind the bar, and you know, some of that absence, some of the you know. Um, bourbon uh rum stuff like that the wine we we incorporate it in our food so it's it's a it's it's the first gastro pub on the island and uh you know we're we're young we're still three years old but you know every year we're we're getting a little bit different i'm 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 a little bit of a nut so i I like to get a little weird back there and do some do some some fun stuff yeah that's when, the, that's when the good stuff. That's when the magic comes out. That's when you're right. just kind of throwing stuff together and really. You, but you have you sound like you're at least taking. You're, you're taking that chance. You're not just sitting back there slanging drinks for the tourists. You're trying to come up with some different stuff, you know, and and, and really make it unique. So that, that's a, that's pretty. Well, cool. my goal, my goal, and you know, I can speak for everybody within the company. I mean, our goal is to provide you the best service. And I mean, people come up here for a reason. They don't, you know. You, of course, you have those people that are just here for the day, a couple hours, mm-hmm. and get a hot dog or a walking taco and, you know, walk away, you know, get on the ferry boat. But those those that really spend the time and the effort and, you know, especially, you know, if you stay on the island, a hotel room, they're not, you know, it's not not cheap to stay here. So, no. uh, you know, I like to play around. It's just one of those things where it makes my day and my job a lot cooler and more fun when, when I can play around. So, yeah, definitely. Keep going. Yeah. Brandon, sorry. I don't know. What it's always I, I was trying to get someone else's attention, but you know, trying to sign, hand sign language to Pat Brandon. Was doing he gets baseball really calls, lost. and I don't know what the hell was going on. I think you wanted to steal I, home or something. I, I, I don't know what the hell was that all about. Thanks, Pat. Anyway, yeah. slide first. So yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, Goodfellas. If you obviously Mackinac Island is the, you know a tourist capital of, of you know of Michigan. Of Michigan of, yeah. You know, one of the capitals of the United States. Yeah. And so you go to Goodfellas, you're going to have something for everybody. Here. Yeah. I mean, because there are so many people, different people that come here. So it's great. The selection, the beer selection, again, is phenomenal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Selection. Well, I mean, speaking of which. Yeah, I was going to say we're uh, drinking some fine beer right now. Yeah. And uh, this double IPA from Beards. And th- what's the name of this? Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams. <laughs> this is uh, this is wonderful. Yeah, thank you. It thank is you. very very good. I, I'm not the huge I'm not a huge IPA guy. So when I find one that's nice and well balanced, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it because you know when they're that good, they're that good. And this is damn good. Thank it you. is. Oh. It is very. I'm an IPA guy myself. Yeah. Well, you are. I, I like beer, so I mean, <laughs> it's beer hard guy. for me to say I'm a certain type of guy, but I love beer. Um, beer's good for different reasons. So. Well, it's good timing. It looks like a bunch has just shown up. I know. Yeah, they're, they're throwing some really flights. Excited. But uh, can you go in? You got any, I mean, more detail on that, uh, on that I'm, one? I'm yeah, tearing so up with all those other beer coming. Grizzly Adams, it's a uh, double American IPA. Uh, right. Clocks in just over 8%, uh, about eight and a half on this batch. Uh, all Simcoe and Citra hop, so very, very grassy, oh, yeah. citrusy, piney, big in your face. It has a massive malt bill that backs it up, mm-hmm. so it, it gives it some chew. It gives it some body, so still nice, well, well balanced. Um, just fantastic all around beer. Great for uh, you know hot, cool you off. But even when it's cold out, once we hit the winter months up here, which get pretty cold, yeah. uh, still has enough body to keep you warm and, and yeah. going. Right, because you traditionally you get some of these. It's, it's I, I don't I don't know if IPAs still follow the same kind of summer winter kind of rule like stouts do, but you get more you get more IPAs in the summer, or is that is that one more of a, a any time? 
At least if you have enough body on it yeah, like that. We, we play around a bit. We've got quite a few recipes, um, but the grizzly is one that can stay on for us year-round. Um, it's got that nice, thick chewiness to it that, that holds up in those winter months. But at the same time, the hoppiness just cuts into a hot summer day and yeah. makes it makes it really well, really well balanced. And what impresses me even more about this one is when once you get to the piney hops, I again, I'll start to even run away even further from an IPA, <laughs> but uh, this is delicious. Oh, it's Thank fantastic. You. It's just done well, and it's really good. It's very, I, very well balanced. And yeah. I, you hit the hit. Nail on the head. There it is. That's what I'm well, I, I wish I could claim responsibility for this recipe, but it's it's some of our brewers. No, you can. Um, it's okay. Well, I, they're not here. <laughs> um, I, I tend to brew a lot of the darker, uh, maltier beers. That's kind of more my flavor into the spectrum. We've got a couple of mine on here as well. Uh, but the great thing is we've got a good team with different tastes, so we're each able to kind of focus in on the beers we like best. And it gives us a good variety while still nailing things pretty well with, with variety. I like hearing that right off the bat because I, I go to a lot of breweries, and we go to many breweries, and a lot of times they have one brewer making everything. Uh-huh. And that's why I was like, and man. Everything tastes yeah, the same. Some guys don't yeah. like, uh, you know, when their forte is porters, their forte, I mean, you know, stick to that and do those, do, do those well. I can, obviously, you can always play around with stuff, but... I like it when they have other brewers and, uh, you know, do their craft and what they love to do because it comes out. Well, absolutely. I mean, at Beards, we think everything's, we've got this philosophy that everything's very collaborative. Um, Our pub tenders have feedback into the beers, um, and after a year, almost all of them jump in back and come up with a recipe of something they like. Um, Our uh, head of marketing and outside sales, Emily, she's hopped back and created a few recipes for us as well. So we're all, we all have feedback. We can all play around and kind of do what we like best in there. And I think it gives everybody this strong sense of pride in what we're putting out. It's not right. just you're working on the line and throwing together somebody else's thing. Everybody gets feedback, and everybody can make something that's special to them that they really excel at. And it gives us a wide variety, which is, for a brewery our size, I feel quite good. And young. You guys have been around... Yeah, so tomorrow's actually our four-year anniversary. Um, so it's uh, it's been a, it's been a long four years, but a, a quick four <laughs> years at the same time. Uh, we opened up uh, August 2012, so I graduated college about two months before the door oh, opened. Shit. Two and a half months before wow. the door opened at the brewery. Wow. So wow. Um, it was a lot of work to get to that right. point. But at this at this time now, it's it's been running. Okay, so what were you? What was the college? What was your master in college? What would you go <laughs> from college to making beer? So it's kind of a long story how we ended up opening the brewery. But uh, Peter and I met at the local community college in Petoskey. Uh, must have been 2006 or seven that we met. I actually graduated high school in 2002. He graduated five years after I did. But I had this injury out of high school. It took me out for quite quite some time. So I got back into the local community college. We met up. Turns out he lived two doors down from me at the time because I was staying at my brother's house. Uh, we just kind of connected up there. Uh, we both got just general associates of, in uh, just general arts, nothing real, right. real focused. He went out to Westmont in California for school uh, and got his uh, BA in English and his minor in film. I had to take another year off for some residual surgeries from that injury. Uh, and then I ended up going up to Northern and Marquette, where I also uh, went for English. Uh, mine was a BS, so I have BS in English and a minor in film as well, oddly enough. And then since he was going to school out in California, uh, his parents flew me out there to help drive him back because, you know, one person road tripping solo oh, back yeah. is kind of long. <laughs> so he, he, he pitched us ideas like, hey, you know, I'm interested in homebrewing. You want to try this out? So that summer we just homebrewed like crazy. I had one more year of school since he got out before me. So I had that extra delay there. Um, 
And then it just kind of snowballed from there to, okay, we're making pretty good beer. Maybe we could try out opening a brewery. Nobody was in, in Petoskey was doing it at the time. So it just, there doesn't seem to be a genesis of idea. It was just kind of like the next little step along the way. Right. Now, four years later, um, here we are running Crazy. the brewery in Petoskey with the one barrel system and our production space uh, in the town next door, uh, Charlevoix, with a 15 barrel system where we do our like distribution beers okay. out of. So it's been it's been a long time, but also very very quick at the same yeah. point. Yeah, and Sound especially fun. up in northern Michigan, mm-hmm. you're in the heart of, of beer country with Grand yeah. Rapids yeah. And, yeah. and you know and Shorts and Founders and right. And so it's hard to, I mean, to get your beer out there and get people tasting it. Very. So uh, you have to make good beers. When yeah. when when we opened in 2012, I think we were right around the hundredth brewery in the state of Michigan at this point. I don't know what the list is at. Last I saw it was about 260. Yeah. So, I mean, wow. Emmett, Emmett yeah. County. Jeez. Yeah, we opened in Emmett County August 2012. At this point, I think there are seven or eight currently opening. So it just kind of has exploded in that yeah. amount of time. But, you know, we're making great beer, and I feel like we're staying ahead of the pack in that regard. Right. So, so JC, what, how did how did Beards get to Goodfellows? Uh, well, I've been a fan of Beards probably for now three years just from, um, you know, being on this island, I work so much. I don't really get off the island too much. But when I do get off, it's normally to Petoskey. There's a right. ton of great restaurants, Ben will tell you, a ton of great restaurants in Petoskey. And uh, yeah, I was just attracted to, honestly, one day just walking down downtown, attracted to the Beards sign. I never really had heard of it, I, you know, but I saw Beards. I was like, this is kind of, this is kind of kooky. I think I might have to pop in here. And I uh, popped in, uh, tried some of their beers, and it was a really laid-back atmosphere. The the pub tender that, you know, I don't know who she was, but it, she knew all her stuff. So we got in there, just start, did a little tasting. And from then on, when I, when, you know, a little bit of the bylaws to get beers up to the Mackinac Islands, a little bit different than most, most of the state. And Is it? It's, it's been slowly progressing to where I can get my hands on a lot of things, but as soon as Beards was available, I just snatched it up. And, um, you know, like I said, I've always been a fan. I, I, I like I like what they put out. I like the feel and the vibe that uh, everything, I mean, I, I like, like I said, kooky things and some of their beers, like, you know, the names are just <laughs> fun for me and, and put the them out there. The artwork is awesome, too. The artwork like, is amazing. Which I mean, has nothing to do with handle. the beer, but... And yeah. absolutely nothing to do with me. No, I can't no. <laughs> But, it, you know, as being, being someone that sells beer and consumes beer, I know how important, you know, a tap handle has to look. And yeah. I know how much an artwork can, can yeah. really push you over to oh, saying, absolutely. maybe I'll get that... Maybe I'll get this one beer, but you know what? I kind of like the name of that, or I like the mm-hmm. way that looks yeah. a little bit better. It's, and I'll pick it up just huge to try with, it. So with the amount of breweries coming in, it's, it is. And from what I've what I've found out through you know speaking to Ben and all the other guys, you know, I've, I feel like they put a lot of effort into that, and I like that. I, I don't think that you should just rush into things. I know that's mm-hmm. the mentality over there. Just do it right, and and that's how they they put their time in their beers. So I've never had a bad beer. Why? Yeah, so just support them in any way I can. Have you guys done, um, I mean, as far as tap takeovers and stuff since you've been going, you said it's hard to get some of the beers, and, you know, is it is it a regular thing you guys do with some other, ta- you know? And tap takeovers. Or is it real hard to kind of get, you said it was kind of hard to get the beers in here and stuff. I, I mean, it is. I mean, there's a lot of me tap takeovers. I, I'll be honest, I don't do too many of them because it seems to be like one of those things where sometimes you're you're just not, you don't get the right. I mean, you have these breweries that can make, four fantastic beers yeah um and then the other four are just okay you know <laughs> right yeah so it's like okay yeah i run out of four of these beers and then the other four i'm sitting on for a while you know but 
you know, here I, I didn't have immediately when they asked how many did you want to do, I could have done as many as I wanted, I'm sure, but I went straight forward to eight. So I knew I was going to sell all of them. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't do them often. I just I I do them when the when the when the brew is right. Right. When the time is right. Speaking right. of the tap takeover, Brandon, what do we got? We I don't know if we're gonna. That's a long list of flights <laughs> here we've got here in front of us. We're gonna have to pass around a little bit. But Sounds are good. these all beard beers yeah, or these are all 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 ours here? Eight, uh, all, is this all? You have eight of them yep. on tap. So these are all of them. Well, I know uh, JC as well is going to make some uh, mixed drinks for us. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I hope oh. you boys put your uh, hard hats on because yes. we're going to get we're going to get wild in here. Uh, <laughs> gonna get crazy. I'm not sure. <laughs> we, we might not have wanted to set up on the second floor. No, <laughs> maybe. But you know, if I haven't, if I do my job right, we'll probably levitate down or something oh, like that. See, so. good, yeah. good news Ooh. is it's an island. It's you can't drive anywhere. Right, you don't have to drive. Absinthe's called yes. the Green Ferry, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get wings. That was a hint there. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little worried now. Yeah, yeah. I have had it before. I've had it before. You haven't had absinthe before? No, no, I've had absinthe. I've yeah. never had anything real with real wormwood in it, but I've right. Had, yeah, I've right. Had, you know your typical lucids and everything like oh, that. Oh, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So, Brennan, what are we going to hit first? Uh, we want to pass that, something that's around? That's up to Ben. No, this is Let's Ben's. Ben. Uh, this is Ben's. Ooh. So let me, uh, or yeah, Ben I, or I, JC. JC, you know, we got these two. So. I'm going to leave this up to the man himself. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to leave this up to the man himself. Um, I, I think we'll start kind of a traditional way. We'll go um, start on the malty side before we hit the hoppy side. Yeah. Work our way yeah. you know, lighter to, to darker and stronger. Uh, and just kind of talk about them a little bit. So the first one here is uh, Wunderbrau, which is an American-style cream ale. Uh, we are only doing ales at our place uh, currently. Uh, Lagerings going to be our next step. You know, just don't have quite the equipment for that yet. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and while I love a big, bold, super flavorful beer, there are also times I want something just light, crisp, refreshing. Yes. Uh, especially after I finished mowing my lawn, I was calling right. lawnmower beers. Yeah. That's yeah. a common term. All yeah. Yeah, yeah. All in the craft industry. Exactly. Right? Lawnmower yeah. beer. Where's my lawnmower beer in the summer? So Wunderbrows are our uh, cream ale that we've been doing lately. Uh, the name is actually after one of my best friends has a horrible, horrible unibrow. And, uh, <laughs> Wunderbrow. Yeah, it's it's basically a mustache over his eyes. That's it is nice. horrendous. So I figured I'd immortalize it before his wife could force him to shave it into a beer. Is there yeah. a little of that oh, unibrow in the beer somewhere <laughs> no. in the mash? No, not, <laughs> not, not in there, which is a good thing. Because you know they, they the yeast from the unibrow? Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. you go. Because yeah, you have seen some, there's some beers that do a beard yep, brew. The rogue, and I'm like, rogue beard beer. <laughs> So okay. we, we, we oddly had a trademark issue when we first filed because of that beer. Called up Rogue. They were absolutely fantastic and took care of everything and said, uh, you know, let, let's help you guys through this. Yeah. You know, so that's, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Uh, great camaraderie in the industry in that regard. But, yeah, I mean, this is just it, it's classic cream ale. Nothing crazy in it. Just a nice, yeah. solid all-around beer. You know, yeah. I don't think things have to be crazy to be good. And no, absolutely not. Sometimes crazy's not necessarily good. So. It's got a good mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. It's it's not too light. But that cream ale, yeah, because the cream ale's always got that little bit more to them, to the mouthfeel on the tongue. Yeah. Keeps going down, stays on your tongue a little longer. Good malt. You know, and oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I like the malt. And it's, again, yeah. when I get something that doesn't, uh, the lawnmower beer to me still has to have some body and flavor. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because a lot of people just, you know, drink that light crap and it's like okay yeah well, if I, I wanna, there's no point if i want to hydrate i'll drink water and exactly. if i want to i'm not beer, yeah. have, a, have a beer so and I mean, there's a lot of people make their beers that are just super light and it's like yeah. i just but they sound to some people well I guess, and it, different flavors for different people yeah. this oh, was yeah. you know just exactly what i wanted kind of in that spectrum 
So the, ne the next one we've got, it's a, it's a little bit of a step up. This is D's Nuts. It's an American-style brown <laughs> yeah. ale. Love the name. Love um, the name. <laughs> I always play clueless when people order it. Like, oh, the name's... Name's naughty. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's, it's a very nutty brown ale. We use a lot of uh, roast and uh, caramel malts in you it. You don't tell people it's like named after your grandma or something <laughs> when they start like, what the hell are you talking about? You didn't name it after the politician? That's my grandma D. <laughs> she used to make pecan bars. And it was <laughs> nah, um, just yeah, nice, just smooth. Again, nothing crazy in this one. It's just well balanced and then... Right. Well, you, you don't got to be crazy on everything. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I mean, good beer is good beer and then nice. you can throw a few crazies around yeah. there, but they shouldn't be some of your staples. It should be your weird, you know, your off rate, you know. Have some fun with them. Yeah. Uh, this one, I mean, we've got such long, beautiful falls in northern Michigan where it starts getting a little cooler, where you want something with a little more body, but you don't necessarily want something super heavy to weigh you down. So I feel this is kind of that perfect September through November beer for us. What's a, what's a little more in it? It's a great beer. Um, yeah. I, I, again, that's malts, another the malts one. and the roasted barley? Yeah, we use roasted barley. Okay, that's, uh, that's and where I'm getting. Two different yeah. caramel malts in it, a lighter caramel and a darker caramel. And there's the caramel I'm smelling and the roasted. Yeah. So. Mm, that's good. Well balanced. Mm. I mean, that's the type where I want a 20 ounce pint to, that's a great to sip for a couple hours while hanging out with friends. There's no there's no lingering aftertaste. Um, that, that, that reminds me of that's, that's a good beer to sit around a campfire. Exactly. And, you know, a fall you're, night. 20 ounces isn't going to last that long. On this. <laughs> <laughs> that's a clean beer. And the beauty Real is even with, even with the little bit darker flavor and a little bit bolder profile, it's still the kind where you can have a couple sitting around watching, you know, Lions it, Packers. It's still, it is. It's, it's, still still it's still even a lawnmower beer yeah, in my mind. I, I it's agree. clean enough for yeah. that lawnmower. Fall lawnmower. Leaf fall blowing. Lawnmower. Yeah, leaf yeah. blowing. There you go. There you go. See, I'm from Florida. You can tell from Florida. I don't know one thing about leaf blowing. What's a lawn? No, I agree. Sometimes, especially the nuttier beers, to me, get overpowering, and I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. Again, it's nice and crisp. It's not overpowering with anything. It's really good. So the uh, the next one we've got here, it's our Serendipity Porter is one of our most popular ones. We do it year-round. Um, this is a little bit of a twist on it. We call it BA Serendipity for barrel-aged. Uh, we work with a local distributor, uh, local distiller about an hour south of us, Grand Traverse Distillery. Mm -hmm. And uh, the beauty of it is when they call me that they've got a barrel, that means it still has whiskey in it, and they're going to be draining it in two hours. So I drive down. They're finishing pulling out. I run it right back up north and we have beer in it within a day or two oh, before um, it even has a chance to dry out no drying nothing we don't nice. we don't even wash the barrels they're so fresh they've got the whiskey straight in them there's usually a fifth left in it we roll it around pour the beer straight on top into the cooler no dilution of I, don't, I don't think Brendan's going to pass that yeah, around I don't think that's going yeah, anywhere you guys are done sorry stop it this is delicious so the great stop thing it. about this one is we do uh, we got four barrels mm -hmm. two of them were rye whiskey which is their old George which is considered one of the best rye whiskeys in the country. They oh, got yeah. a gold for it several yes. years. Do you Amazing have that, JC? Stuff. I don't have that here. Oh, no, darn! Because no. rye's are harsh for me. I'm, 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 I'm rye. I've had oh, you got to try this. I love rye. Yeah, this They're stuff harsh. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. phenomenal. And then we use two of their bourbon barrels. So we set up two of each, and then we blended them together in the bright tank. Oh. The rye barrel brought out a lot of chocolate from the beer, and the bourbon brought out a lot of vanilla. Oh. Blending them together just gives us this fantastic balanced beer. Ah, the chocolate on the front. Chocolate on the on the sniff alone. Mm -hmm. and Because most barrel-aged ones I've had in the past, there's a burn to them, and, and mm -hmm. it's... It's literally... You might as well just pull... I might as well just ordered a stout or, so, or a porter and dropped 
I've done a Boilermaker yeah, or some boiler sort. Maker yeah, Boilermaker yeah, or something. With, yeah. with a porter. Mm-hmm. Well, it, but that aroma mm-hmm. is straight up, oh. it, it tastes like a barrel. I mean, you it's get fantastic. the aroma, it's straight up bourbon barrel, or what, you know, but I mean, the flavor is mm-hmm. just, holy shit. The beer's only 7%. You yeah. know, it's not, we don't do usually heavy, crazy things. So we did do a 12% barley wine, but I aged it for a year, yeah. then aged it in the barrel for a year, and then we aged it in a keg for six months and served it. So that was a mm. super long-term project, and it got rid of the burn and just made it fantastically yeah. smooth. Well, that sounds nice. Uh, oh. I mean, we love the barrel-aged beers, but I also want a barrel-aged beer that I can sip without it, losing my mind. It tastes like, uh, I mean, I, it just tastes like you're, you're chucking into a, a dark chocolate bar. Yeah. Oh, it I is mean, so clean. Man. It's so clean. I mean, it... Cowboy, I figured you would have finished it before. You, and uh, Cowboy puts it back on the flight, and <laughs> Brendan's like, "Nope, mine now, yeah. done." You, you, you that's passed. a great beer. I didn't want to be that guy. That's, that's a great delicious. beer. And I don't that, normally that, like the bourbon barrel aged stuff. It, in this is stuff that is new? Good. Is that out now? Or that is tapped here for the first time. We're tapping it actually at our place tomorrow for our anniversary party. I'm not sure so it's, it's on tap here now. Yeah, yeah, I have it here. Oh, so this is this. You're the first group to try this anywhere, really. I, I, that debut. Is, that is killer. I could drink a couple of those a night. I mean, I like my stouts and I like my porters, but a lot of times, sometimes they're too sweet. Mm-hmm. And um, I had I had one last night that was it was really good, but it was a more of a sweet stout. Yeah. But it, it weighed on my stomach, and I could only have one. Right. This. You one. know, I grew up doing Guinness and stuff, which still you're kind of limited to two or three yeah. on Guinness because mm-hmm. it's it just starts to be heavy, and I can't see that being heavy. After, mm-hmm. I could have two or three more of those. Oh, yeah. It's just smooth, and those barrels well, are larger ones. But <laughs> yeah. those yeah. barrels are getting oh, yeah. refilled next week with a new beer. So oh, really? Oh, really? we we do three cycles yeah. on the on barrels. First one gets us that bold flavor of whatever the distilled spirit was. Second one a little milder, a little more of the barrel. Third one gets us the barrel flavor. Then we retire and bring in fresh barrels and start off again on a new project. So. That is, awesome. I mean, it's. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you. I, I'm a big fan of the bourbon barrels when oh, they're yeah. done well. Mm-hmm. Some are not done well at all, and not all you get is either a burn or you know, yeah. mm-hmm. or just an overpowering with the bourbon. But the aroma is straight up barrel, but yes. then the taste it tastes like a chocolate bar, well, a I, dark I, I bitter the, chocolate bar. I get the but then it's gone. The chocolate though, and then it's gone. It's You're gone. Right. It's it still lingering. clean finish. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's clean. To me, at, at front you get that you get that bourbony flavor. Yeah. But then as soon as as soon as that's gone, you get that nice chocolate. Wow. and then you kind of get a little fruitiness in there and then it's gone we will say there, there's a brewery down in, in uh, Indy uh, beer brewery who makes a delicious sanitarium sanitarium yep. uh, and this is definitely on, on par it, it's just one of my favorites that's amazing thank I mean, you it, it is there sanitarium yeah. was our I mean it was our end all be all to bourbon barrel beers now, now we, we got, got, a, beer. got a second favorite this is, <laughs> this is one we got to take to them yeah that's I amazing mean, thank you Good friends of ours, and uh, that now hopefully you're a good friends. Is, how is this going to become a staple, or um, right now is it an experiment? As small as we are, I mean, as it turned out, it's fantastic. So for us, whenever he calls me that he's got barrels ready, yeah. I'm down there that day because I don't know when the next opportunity is going to come. Gotcha. Uh, and then as soon as we get a chance, we fill them up immediately. So we've we've made uh, six beer, well, seven beer barrels worth. How long is the aging? Uh, on this one, we brewed it in December, threw it in the barrel first thing in January when it came out of the fermenter, and then kegged it last week. So um, oh, realistically, wow. when it blows out, it blows out. It'll probably be two, three years, then we'll see it again, and then it'll disappear, and then two, three years, we'll see it again. Gotcha. So okay. we don't like to rush stuff just to make sure it's on the shelf. We want to make sure yeah. it's yeah, it's right. Fresh well, you're doing right. right. I mean, so, yeah. 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 You can rush stuff all you want, but you're eventually going to get a bad reputation because you're doing things wrong. And exactly. if you're able to do what you're doing and and like what you're doing and 
Well, sometimes hopefully it pay, hopefully it pays all the bills after you're hopefully you're able to Working sell enough to pay the bills and pay the, if the salaries. But, the bills, I, I, but but if you're if, you know if you're able to at least keep recirculating that mm-hmm. in you know and you're still loving what you're doing you know that's 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 a career you don't yeah. you know necessarily have to you could you could be doing this for years and still be in happy and you know doing all that kind of stuff and that's great it's. Well, oh, I mean, that ties awesome. into our whole philosophy. The reason we live, we, we have the brewery in Petoskey is Peter and I were born and raised there. We've both done significant traveling around. Um, I've been all over the U.S., Same Europe, here. South America, and I always kept coming back to Petoskey. So beer awesome. is our way of doing what we love, where we love, for the rest of our lives. That's where we want to be. Awesome. So. See? That's awesome. Yeah. Great philosophy. What's the best way to make it through a long work week? Take a midweek break and join the fun every Wednesday night at Allie's Ale House and Fishes for Nico's Open Stage. Want to share your talent in front of a live audience? Whether it's breaking in some new material or jamming out to some favorites, Nico's Open Stage is the place to go for it. There's never a cover charge and walk-ins are always welcome. Each week brings a featured artist and drink specials from Jack Daniels. Check out Nico's Open Stage on Facebook for more details. And come join the fun every Wednesday night at Allie's Ale House, home of the boys of Blind Pig Confessions. I'm Busey. This is Chili from Dos Ringos. You're listening to Blind Pig Confession. Woo! So now are you are you bringing any beer flavors in from your travels? Uh, I've done a little bit. Unfortunately, most of my travels are places that don't really have the best beer culture. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Europe has a problem with Well, beer unfortunately, culture? I haven't done much in Europe. Oh, okay. Uh, usually, I, I actually do uh, motorsports. That's what I used to do for a career, and I kind of do it as a hobby. Does that Travel relate through. to the injury thing? Uh, unf- oddly, no. That came oh, out of the injury. <laughs> I just um, want to dig more into the injury because he's real sketchy about <laughs> uh, the injury. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> brief history the on the injury. I, I popped my left eye when I was uh, 20, okay. so lost that. Gotcha. Decided, oh, I need to find something fun to do. So I started doing uh, rally and desert racing for fun. Nice. Um, so I traveled all over the U.S. Uh, I've competed in WRC Mexico. I've competed in the Baja 500. I've actually wow. run the D- I've actually run the Dakar Rally. Um, Jesus. So I've done a lot you of crazy are... stuff. So that brought me throughout Mexico and South America. How old are you? Uh, 32. I feel like a loser, honestly. <laughs> yeah. He's got a brewery and he's done all that stuff yeah. and. I honestly feel like I have done nothing. I can barely write at all. Like, nobody's disagreeing yeah. with you. It, it didn't make a lot Shut of up. money, but it, it was fun. Cricket, it was fun. Cricket. Um, so yeah, and then so I've done other crazy things. Like I can't get a. They told me I couldn't get a CDL, so I actually can't drive the vehicles the brewery owns. However, in Michigan, there's this like weird law where you can drive emergency vehicles if you don't without a CDL. Uh, and this also explains why I don't have a beard. I'm actually a firefighter for the, the city of Petoskey as well. So, holy moly! Um, so, because you're a firefighter, did you put the lights on your person on the no? I don't on, have on, on, the, beer, car, on the beer trucks and but, stuff. But uh, so. we, we actually have a deactivated old ambulance for a delivery vehicle in nice. town. Nice. Uh, but like people will see me at the brewery working, and you know, of course, not having any drinks. If my pager goes off, then run down to the station, grab a truck, and go. Turn on the ambulance light. Turn yeah. on the ambulance lights with you know you got her kegs in the back. No actual. <laughs> so it's been it's been it's been an interesting life. But yeah. Um, so usually when I travel places, it's Mexico or the you know, nice. great country. But when it comes to beer culture, it's they don't really have anything on the craft side, and no. it's all German-based light lagers like Corona and. Or they do Dosec. a lot of mixing. Like my um, I have a buddy who lives in Tucson and Mich- the Micheladas. They do oh, a lot yeah. of mixing oh, yeah. of beers with other things, yeah. but yeah. not crafting beers on their own. Yeah, and the the main reason to mix them is because 
It's you're making not that good. Some of yeah. it, yes. So yeah, it's 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 you're, you, you've got something else going on, and the beer is just kind of a mixer with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, those travels kind of influenced me to a slight degree, but unfortunately not necessarily on the beer beer flavors. Okay. So gotcha. Yeah. JC, did you, did you have one one of those beards beer that you the first one you had? Oh shit, that's good. Um, you know, I'd have I'd probably have to say the um, what was it? I think it was the Pomegalactic mm. is the one I had. And I again, I'm I'm an IPA guy, and I know IPAs are huge now, and everybody's into IPAs. But I've been liking them since since I first started drinking beers. I don't know why, but... What age was that? Palma, yeah, right. <laughs> 21. <laughs> 21, yeah. Exactly. Palma Galactic was one of them that oh. I really tried, and I, you know, being from Florida, Florida, the culture of craft beer has, mm-hmm. has only started. Uh, yes. And, in fact, they're, they're, it's been blowing up. And I'm from Tampa, so I've had Cigar City there for... And yeah. I know Joey yeah. Redner and, you know, his father, well, Joe Redner. that explains it. Cigar City's... Huge. It's huge now. IPA. It's huge now. But I remember, yeah, High Alive being, you know, their staple. But yeah. I remember I had Palma Galactic, and it was one of those things where I was like, here we go. You know, here we go. What is the um, Palma Galactic? Oh, so we've we actually got that coming up here in yeah. a little bit. Ooh. Oh, beautiful. Um, okay. so I think that'll be our – we'll get to that one. So, here yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But Palma Galactic was the one that got me into beards and saying, okay, this is my style. And then, and then you know, conversely, it was D's Nuts was one of them too because, again, I, I'm not in – I wasn't at that time into the darker beers. I was, oddly enough, just about the hops. And uh, D's Nuts kind of was like, wow, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. So. Nice. Yeah. Leading we, into that. Where are we going next? So I think the next one we'll go for is Luna, um, which is right here. This is one of our wheat ales, um, been kind of one of our summer flagships people have been absolutely loving. It's a uh, wheat saison, so it's got a lot of those weedy notes to it, uh, a little bit of that citrus flavor brought in, um, but also a lot of those saison notes, a little bit of uh, the, the Belgian candies going yeah. on, a little bit of the banana, a little bit of the esters. Yeah, I can yeah. smell the banana. Uh-huh. So we're, we're brewing ourselves uh, at the Wine Pigs, and actually we're on our, are we on our second round of saison? Mm-hmm. Yep. We just actually, do we bottled, bo- we just bottled the saison last night, so we got a yep. couple weeks in, uh, Ooh, until nice. we can actually really taste what it's, what it's you know matured into a little bit more. And uh, well, we're doing a, um, a, a just an orange saison nice. uh, kind of piece, you know, nice. with a little bit of extra orange juice and secondary and all that kind of stuff. Nice. So. Hoping this one comes They're out. Our first one came out pretty good. A little light on the orange. They're fantastic beers for the summer months. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that's a great thing we have up here is such wide variety of seasons. What has it been, like 90 in the last couple weeks up oh here? Oh, my God. It's been yeah. crazy. I don't know how it has and been in northern Indiana, Michigan. Negative yeah. 25 in yeah. February. So today it looks like it's Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, right, right, right. Today is the exception. We needed it, though. But, yeah, yeah. it's been it's been a, a streak of, not, of uh, high 80s, feels like 100, and I'm from Florida. I'm telling you, it's it was it was pretty brutal. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> so Luna and D's Nuts are two of three homebrew recipes that survive to this day. Others have been re- retired over the years. Um, but this one's still nice, refreshing, great for the summer month. I can see why it's uh, survived. It's, we used to serve it with beautiful. an orange wedge, and it just became the point. was It just wasn't worth the hassle. The beer's why, yeah. so smooth on its own. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. What's the ABV on that? Uh, this one comes in about six and a half. Yeah. I was, trying, I was getting a little. It's a little drier, I think, on some of it. and It's good. It's, it's not... It's sitting on the middle of my tongue. It's not hard on the back end, uh, you know, and sitting and, yeah, I like it a lot. It's, it's a good refreshing. summer afternoon beer. Yeah. It like is. It. You're, I'm getting the banana and that, that, you get the lemon notes that come mm-hmm. through. I'm not getting the banana. Oh, I am. The yeah, sm- oh, yeah. I get a big aroma yeah. smell. Which is odd because I actually not big on bananas, and that's, <laughs> I can right, use, right, when yeah. I taste the banana, mm-hmm. and it, I, I, I can usually point that out, but I'm not, I'm not 
And, I, and that may be wrong. I don't mean to insult the beer. Oh, I'm, no not, you know, no. I'm not feeling the banana in there. There are tons of different flavors out yeah. there that people like. Some and don't. The palates are and all everybody's different. Everybody's palate's yeah. different. And that's that's a great thing, again, about for us, I feel, having such a wide selection of beer and trying to nail them all right with different brewers with different tastes. It lets us not be a specialist in a specific area. You know, we're not an IPA house. We're not just cream ales, just stouts. We've got beers that fit every mood. It's northern Michigan. We've got hot days. We've got cold days. We've got... Hot and cold days. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it, it, it's a good balance it's all, all around. The same day. What's that? Uh, what's that expression that they say about Michigan? Uh, <laughs> if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. Yeah, right. right. And if you don't like the season, wait five <laughs> they, days. They do that in Indiana. Yeah, Indiana's yeah, got yeah. that one too, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so the next one up is Orange Haze, which um, this is fantastic. Yeah, this is an imperial wheat ale. Uh, so I wheat. teach beer classes at our local community college in the winter months. Holy, because um, I just need I need a, I need a really long resume in my life. What I was getting ready to say, what don't you do? Uh, it's, uh, I mean, obviously drive that? a CDL. No, nope, or fly a plane. Yeah. They won't let yeah. me do that. Yeah. Once again, I'm I'm underachieving. I yeah. feel so, bad. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't play ball sports. So if there's any of that, <laughs> no depth perception doesn't work well in that regard. Cowboy knows how to play ball sports. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nightly. I dally. Well, I can't see his hand above the table, so I'm a little terrified of that. Run. Yeah, you are sitting close to him. Be careful. He gets a little handsy when he drinks. So uh, each year with the class, we start out with a tasting session where we try a bunch of different beers. Uh, the first night, we kind of discuss them, what makes different styles, what they are. Second night, we talk about beer ingredients and what they do. Third night is beer processes and how they affect beer. Uh, fourth one, we put a recipe together. Every class, every year, they do something different. And then uh, the next session, we brew it. Then we do a session of cellaring uh, to pull, kind of see how that process works. Then finally, we keg it up and try it and see where it went. And this was their attempt one year. They wanted essentially Oberon, you know, the right. craft yeah. beer Michigan's mm-hmm. known for. They said they want Oberon that will get them really, really, really drunk. So, so what's the ABV on that? <laughs> uh, this one's at 8.1%. Wow. An Oberon so, that doesn't change every year. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh, a is, consistent Oberon? Oberon. <laughs> I'm staying out of this one. But uh, it's, it's, it's basically an imperial wheat ale or a wheat wine. It's kind of right on the borders there. Uh, lots of citrus notes comes through. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you that. The wheat, yeah, that's... Yeah, there's no way I would guess 8% of yeah. that. No. That's the, no way. So if the Luna is the afternoon wheat beer, this is the night in front of the campfire wheat beer. No, get uh, a lot of lemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's I, get the, I get that wheat. Good. Uh, not probably, I, I could have one or two of those, but it's yeah. still, once again, not my palate. My right. palate, as, as, as I've educated myself, and these guys have brought me more into this, um, Sours were my no, aha no. moment. Um, I had a sour out in Seattle, and I was just like, "Wow, mm-hmm. that was nice." And so, sours and stouts, which are mm-hmm. completely different end of the spectrum. Yeah, end of yeah. The right. middle of the road thing is a little more. I'm a little more fickle on the middle of the road kind of beers, but that's just me. That's different again, taste, and that's the beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, and this beer, I mean, being at eight one point one percent, it's not really the have a couple either. It's the you know finish out your night with one or two, and well, that's why you have it at the campfire and exactly. hope you don't fall in the campfire. Specifically, <laughs> this beer here, because uh, we just tapped last night all these all these beers. This one's been going off. This one's been going off. Selling good. Everybody is loving yeah. this O haze. We're calling it O haze here, and like it's just been going flying, flying, flying. Awesome. And I think, you know, the, the next couple that we're going to talk about here, too, are going to be really yeah. good, too. So. I can so imagine that Students wouldn't. can make good yeah. beer. Yeah. They can? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I need to take a class like that sometime. Cause, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I it's hard for me. It, uh, it's kind of like taking even a wine tasting class. The, if you do those wine, they, they'll, they'll give you the vanilla to sniff. And then they'll give you something that has the vanilla so you can 
make that association. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know the association, like, even when you're cooking, I don't know what the hell cumin taste, you know, is supposed to do to food, but mm-hmm. lots of people use cumin. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. those spices and anything you do, if you don't have the mental association to the taste, you're not always going to be able to analyze yeah. the beer and really get those well, notes, like the mm-hmm. banana. Well, you know, I know... People get different notes off beers. I mean, that's... Oh, absolutely. So, you know, sometimes we disagree in beers. Like, I'm not, I don't taste that at all. Mm-hmm. So, but, again, it's just it's all subjective, I guess, yeah. and what your palate is and what you're getting off of that. But Well, I'm actually not the end-all of uh, quality control at the brewery. We've done flavor test panels and tried all sorts of stuff. There's one very strong off-flavor compound that I cannot detect whatsoever. We've tried it so many different ways, so many different times. There's a hole in my palate. Apparently, I just do not perceive it. It's like cilantro. Some love it. Some hate it. <laughs> Most people pick this up. I do not. So I've got to always have somebody else taste stuff in the end. Um, just because yeah. it's... Luckily, we haven't had come across it. Nobody's pointed yeah. it out. But we've tried off-flavor profiles at the Michigan Brewers Guild. And everybody's sitting around hating stuff. And I don't pick it up whatsoever. I'm, so, uh, mine's heavily, that's mine, a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, that's, I mean, cilantro is not a mild... No, 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 no. no. I, I mean, it's strong. It's, it's either good or soap. Yeah, I agree. Some people love it. Or I love cilantro, I but some people too, just yeah. despise it, you know, because it is it's potent. It's, that's amazing. That's that's something you couldn't pick up. It's 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 wild. just a random weird yeah. thing. So I think a lot of my flavor profiles and stuff are also affected, it, and it happens with food too. Is I've had allergies for so oh. long since I was a yeah, kid. Definitely. My sinuses are kind of burned. <laughs> got a freighter so. passing out there right now. You got a what? Big happens old freighter passing oh, no. out. <laughs> Oh wow! But yeah, I've got wow, I've neat. I've had allergies for so long that, that it is it affects even my food. <laughs> I, I love things with a lot of garlic. I like yeah. foods that have a really would, yeah. bold profile mm-hmm. because that's that's what I can taste. If they're mild, I kind of don't get it, and it's just kind of regular and it's that kind of thing. Make sense? Yeah. That would explain. Doing, probably, I mean, uh, Brenda's just, just giggling palate, just yeah. because we know there's an aroma that that. Uh, <laughs> we're not <laughs> going there. No, up. we're not going there. Not with no. <laughs> not going on. there. Move on. <laughs> so Sorry, the next in, inside anyway, joke. Jump to the next. We'll, we'll beer. tell you. <laughs> I don't know if it's inside joke. No. I mean, it made. It's been on like eight shows, so yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. talk to you after. <laughs> anyway, a new joke. Go let's ahead. move on. Uh, so our next beer here is Pomegalactic, which JC was talking about earlier. Right. Um, it talk is so in, highly of. Uh, yeah. It's an IPA using all Galaxy hops out of Australia. Ah, very nice. very unique hop variety. Very tropical. Very fruity in flavor. Um, with this beer. We do use a tiny bit of pomegranate juice to give it some color. Yeah. We've done test batches without. Flavor is exactly the same. It all comes from the hop. Um, really? We just wanted a little bit more ruby color in there. And yeah, instead yeah. of using food coloring, let's use yeah. actual, actual fruit, fruit juice. Fruit. Um, very fruity, very tropical. It has a surprisingly high IBU, but it doesn't come across mm-hmm. as bitter. Um, no. I still has a. I can smell the hops in that right away. Oh, yeah. Uh, we use one pound per barrel, which for a hop that's usually about 15% alpha acid. It's pretty strong in there. Uh, beautifully fruity, nice balance to it. It's got a little bitterness, but it's got a lot of residual sweetness as well. Uh, I just think it's a fantastically well-balanced yeah. summer. I, I was going to say, it's summertime, galaxy, uh, that's one of my favorite. Yeah. It, it's amazing. That's delicious. This yeah. is a great one for us to hook people on who don't like IPAs. And yeah. That, those are the ones that, that galaxy, I think, I could, I could drink for breakfast. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's an amazing flavor, and it's so smooth. Oh, yeah. that, that, and I'd, I'd like to say we make amazing. a great wow. beer, but it's just such a great hop. It's hard yeah, not it's to a make great hop, a great it. summer hop, and when you do it well. It, yeah, when everything is so smooth on that, that is ridiculous. Yeah. 
It's funny that you said, you know, drink it for breakfast because I always get kind of like that fruity pebble. I get like the that bowl out of it. Fruity yeah, that, pebble yeah, that yeah. you had as a kid, you know, yeah, that you would yeah. probably never eat now in your life. Yeah, but no. That, that bowl I, yeah, of fruity I wouldn't pebble. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. No, not at not all. Not for dinner either. Yeah, no, but, no, um, not like the big that's bowl always you can how find. I always thought of that hop was that kind of that kind of way a little bit. I think you could walk through a grocery store with a paring knife and just like cut open a pineapple smell and be like, oh, I smell that in there. Yeah. Cut open a peach that's in there. Yeah. Pomegranate, uh, kiwi, plum, yeah. a box of fruity pebbles, a box of runts. It's got so many different fruity flavors runts. and sugary wow. you know, <laughs> sugariness going on. Yeah, good one. That it's, it's all oddly it's all oddly in there. It's just a fantastic all around hop. I keep yeah. I keep uh, yeah. waiting to get that dryness <laughs> in the back end there. I have a little bit of that. I don't. I got a little I, bit I, of that. At all. But not the IPA palette right here. But that's... It's, it's got a touch to dry it up, but it's not... I mean, it, it's surprisingly high IBUs. It's actually more than the Grizz, which we're going to taste next. No way. But does not come across as such. And with the pound of hops, we use an addition at 60 minutes, 15, 5... Uh, sorry, 15, 10, 5, 0 minutes, and then it, uh, not in the Whirlpool at Knockout... And then we use them in dry hop as well. So there's just a ton of small yeah, additions throughout. God, man. It, it becomes ridiculous, but it works out. Yeah. Wow. Two years ago, we started doing this stuff. I mean, again, back then, all I would drink was porters and stouts because that's what I love. Yeah, I didn't were. get into much. Now, like, okay, we have to drink another beer now. And, mm-hmm. and I, you know, we started going, oh, well, that's a high IBU. I don't, want to, I don't want anything to do with that because you started thinking, oh, I don't like hops. But it has nothing to do with it if it's done well. No, <laughs> no, no not at all. Was saying the IBU ratings kind of kind of off sometimes because you can well, they it's are done off, right well, I, I ha- high IBU does not mean that, that bitter hoppy right. taste at the end a lot of it's similar to hot sauce like a hot sauce can be super super potent but you put it on a potent food it doesn't necessarily right. come across as like screaming your mouth off but you yeah. put it on like a, a potato chip or something you're really going to get it all yeah. with this there's a lot of residual sugars left behind in the grain bill and a lot of balance um, from the fruity flavors that it doesn't just overwhelm with that bitterness it comes off yeah. nice and balanced that's versus beautiful. the Grizzly Adams, where you know it doesn't have such a complexity to the hop, still absolutely fantastic beer, but the hop is more forward, right. so yes. it comes across yeah. as more. And right. speaking of that, that's the next yes. one we yes. got here, yes, it is. which is just a fantastic double American pale ale. Well, JC, though, you said like the the last one we the um, the mm-hmm. what were we, um, was one of your favorites, Pomegalactic. Did you have uh, we've we've done this occasionally as the beer goes around and we'll talk about that in a second we've we've asked a few guests of this what was your aha beer i said mine was like a, a sour that yeah. i had out in, and granted i think it was a new belgium lafole but it was a sour brown ale and, sure. and it was really good you have a like one of those aha beers Ooh. that kind of got you into craft beer away Ooh. from the standard like miller light you know those right um you know i don't know you can think of if Dude, you can if that's I good can, if i can if i can think i don't know it, it might have been might have been St. Bernard is 12, if I, if I can think of, which Never is weird. Which is weird because St. Bernard is 12 is this Abbey Ale that they make, you know, that was, you know, I'm from, again, I'm from Tampa, Florida, which we, we home birthplace of World of Beer, which, yeah. you know, I lived in Ann Arbor for a, for a winter and we had a World of Beer in my, uh, in my you know, down in my building, yeah. right, in the lobby. So it was cool, but... Uh, it's kind of like the birthplace of Hopcat and stuff like that, what we yeah. have here. And I think there's even a Hopcat in Indianapolis now. There or is now. Like there's that. one yeah, in Broad so Ripple, yeah. Is, which yeah. is great. So um, I think St. Bernard is 12 got me into it. And that was back when the economy kind of crashed. So it's like, yeah, I have 10 bucks in my pocket. This is an eight. Dollar this beer. is an eight dollar <laughs> beer, and it's twelve percent, so I can drink this and kind of get all my fills in. Awesome! But I think that was the aha. I think was that one, and I don't know what about it. Just really brought me into it, and 
Yeah, it was fun. Get a picture of that, Dan. <laughs> look at the lace. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, look at, look that's look what at what's left say. on that. That is really awesome. And that was poured, what, 30 minutes ago? Yeah. Yeah. Minutes ago? yeah. That is I mean, It's sticking to the glass. That is, that is good. That's amazing. Each, each of mean, our beers, I feel, excel in their, quali- in their character and quality of where they should be. And this one is right in there, too. Yeah. I mean, that, that is beautiful. Dude, yeah. that is that, yeah. that is. Well, yeah, the head's just hanging on to the that's sides gorgeous. of the glass yeah. as we drink it down. And, yeah, that's that's awesome. It's yeah, and this is the first time we brewed this beer on our big system. Really? So, okay. Yeah, this is... So it was... You never know how they're going to translate over from a one-barrel to a 15-barrel. Yeah. Oh, no. This just... It's perfect. It's perfection. That's awesome. And it's I an like absolutely this. gorgeous beer. This I love it because it's a beer. It's an IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a, a double IPA, but it's an IPA. It, yeah. it really, yeah. you get that hop and it hits you in the mouth. That's what you want. You know, that's what I like. Yeah, that was the flavored. Grizzly? But grizzly Adams. Grizzly yeah. Adams. It's really weird because you get that fruitiness, that floralness, and a caramelness all mm-hmm. in it. It's It hits on all points, and... I mean, you're not overwhelmed oh, it, by it, any but kind of... But it's not disguising that hop. It's there, no, but it's, but it's, it's delicious. <laughs> and Michigan's a great state for some imperial and double IPAs. I mean, Bell's uh, mm-hmm. two-hearted. It's just mm-hmm. a classic shorts mix. Yeah. Some absolutely phenomenal ones as well. And I feel like we're running with, with them up here at the top oh, of that. Which oh, is I agree. Yes, you are. Absolutely. I feel bad, though. I feel, I feel like at some point I'm just going to have to hate a beer out of principle. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but it's not but happening. But we're seven tastes yeah. in, and I'm... You know, I, I mean, the one, you know, IP is not my palate, but it's still, it's nothing that's making my nose curl, and there's no Band-Aid smell. It doesn't taste like socks, dirt, and feet. You know, mm-hmm. if I, I've had a couple porters that <laughs> tasted like gym socks and sweat and dirt, mm-hmm. and it was awful. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we play around, we experiment, we, if something doesn't meet our standards, it goes down the drain. We've got 110-ish recipes now that we've been doing. Wow. Uh, some of them are very seasonal. Uh, we do one in the spring where we don't use any water in the beer at all. We use maple sap for every process. Throughout <laughs> tapping ma- sugar Holy maples shit. and collect. So for every gallon of beer, we need three gallons of sap for that it. So you're going to call us when that comes back uh, out, right? We, we can do that. What, we is call that? It what is that one? Tree blood. It's a maple sap stout. And every year is That's dramatically different. That's a fantastic different. name. Mm. That's amazing. So this year was a lot sweeter than Damn. the last two. The last two were wow. a little bit dry. They tasted like a barrel-aged beer that just came... Uh, but it was fresh on tap. We brewed it about six weeks before we served it. This oh, year was had a lot of residual sugars because the uh, mineral content was higher, cut our yeast off. It was just fantastic in its own right. Um, we do some fall series I just, beers. I just never would have thought of it. Well, that's Where cool. any beer, any brewery you've ever seen said, well, let's screw the water. Yeah, <laughs> let's, just use, let's just use liquid from a tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's always the thing is you need barley, you need water. No, no, apparently not. (laughs) You can just use syrup. You know, that's amazing. What's funny too is that you're in Michigan, some of the best water. You know, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We got fantastic water. This water just happened to go through a tree first. And you guys just said, "Screw it, we don't want to do water." No, I don't want to do the water. Uh, We do so. so We do a few different uh, harvest beers. We do uh, some wet hop in the fall. Uh, We did one with our local community garden in town. We're, We're growing hops and a few gardeners around town so they all started picking hops at like 8 a.m one day we started brewing at 8 a.m at 10 a.m everybody got back to the brewery they just dumped the hops straight in the war into the uh, wow. kettle and then went whatever happened happened exactly yeah I and we do it. that every single year um we've got one we call good witch this guy's grandma brought them over from wales when she came over planted them beside their farmhouse in onaway uh he's a practicing wiccan <laughs> and he always picks he, he he is yeah how can you be i thought Wiccans were so he picks yeah. he picks the hops and he gets them to me uh about mid-september we brew it and we release it on halloween when we get a chance last year unfortunately, spell on the hops? 
Yes, it's fantastic. Oh, I'm getting some. Uh, we do a groff in November, so we get fresh apple cider to blend into the whirlpool for for that. Uh. Uh, so we're always playing around, and in fact, our last beer here is actually with uh, local barley from about uh, 20 miles down the road from us, nice. uh, which is about as local as barley gets for us. The uh, farmer that raises it is a science teacher in Petoskey, and he's got a farm over in East Jordan. So mm. nice local. Are you guys wrangling your own yeast yet or anything? Uh, we haven't yet. Okay. Uh, we have we did some experiments. We just haven't yeah. found a good wild one near us yet that we it's like. A hard one so. to, yeah, it's a real hard one to do, but a lot of people yeah. are going that. And like I said, you're grabbing some stuff from local. Brew local if you can and mm -hmm. use what you can locally. Yeah, that's I'm so awesome. amazed. Even with the, the maple beer, I mean, that's... It's, it's going to be different every season. Every single year. And with our, harvest cool, beers, with our harvest beers, we don't alter the recipe at all. We don't adjust hops. We don't adjust right. grain. Every single year... As the recipe is written, we brew it, and every single year it tastes different. We want it to. But it's that's specifically, yeah. yeah there's, there, you want your core beers, and you've got to be able to repeat. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. We, right. we, we, we adjust almost every recipe for what that season brings us. But when it's a harvest beer, the idea for us is the harvest is what's important. That year, that season. So we brew the same way every single year, and the beer is different, and we want it to be different. Well, it's kind of like those like restaurants, farm-to-table kind of things, where <laughs> right. you know, it's a different seasonal fr fruits, vegetables, whatever, and so the menu changes every yeah. you yeah. know couple of weeks or couple of months, what's and also what's it's fresh. And, yeah. yeah, if we adjusted awesome. the recipe every year, so it was exactly the same, it wouldn't be a harvest beer to us. Well, no. It would no. just be a beer that we do around harvest time. Yeah, right. So. No, you're right. It would be seasonal in a different sense. Exactly. Everybody says seasonal beers, but they're brewing the same recipe. They're just doing it in the fall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You are brewing a true seasonal, seasonal beer based on <laughs> and, the flavors that's why, of that particular year's yeah. fall harvest. And that's why our, our seasonal beers don't tend to come out with the seasons people expect. Like our cherry beer doesn't come out in July because the harvest isn't for a couple weeks after that. We do have a couple cherries, cherry beers that we use um, tart cherry juice from a local producer. But when we use the fresh cherries, it's going to come out six, eight, ten weeks after the season because oh, yeah. that's what it takes to make the beer. We gotta, you got to brew the beer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, you know, it's just kind of how we do it our way, we're a little bit different, and we'll stick to it. So, what we got on this last one, sir? So this is our so final one, which is Lemons of Doom. Uh, it's our first attempt at a shandy. Um, very experimental. We did it on our small system, on our one barrel. Um, some of these were brewed on our big one. Some of these were brewed in our small system. Lemons uh, of Doom. This one is a wheat beer with uh, barley, 50% uh, wheat, 50% barley. The barley came from East Jordan, so just down the road from us. I Got out of pub, I pub tended till five one day, drove down to the farm. I was there at 545 because of traffic. Threw the bag of grain in the back. We took a tour through their farm, uh, got back up to Petoskey, and then started brewing the beer with it. Uh, so this nice. is actually their first harvest as well. So we're kind of working together on this. So it's very experimental in that regard. Uh, they're kind of dialing in their malting and roasting process because they did it all there on the farm. And... Uh, this is what we came up with. So it's a sh it's a it's summer Fantastic. shandy, it's super unique. It's yeah. different, very unique in wow. that regard. So it's using um, lemon peel and a little bit of orange peel to give it some balance. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Amarillo hops and uh, brewed it all the way through as if it were a beer. Uh, then, uh, yeah, that's good. That is good really that different. One, so. this okay, is this is another one. Oh, sorry, go JC. Oh, I was just saying, I think this is amazing. I think Lining Kugel's kind of the summer shandy kind of. I don't. I can't stand killed, this. Stuff. Killed people's palates for yeah. shandy. Yeah. You know, I really do think it killed it. I mean, what how, you just add lemonade to something, make it good. But uh, you know, this I feel is really unique. It's it's light. It's refreshing. It's citrusy. It's whatever. It's everything you need. Well, you you said lemons of doom. I was thinking it to be a, a wicked tart. I thought I was going <laughs> to feel it in my jawbone. You know, well, you like said a horrible shandy, tart. I'm like, is. I'm going to hate this. I'm not yeah. going to. 
Oh, I, we like to play with names. names. Lemons of Doom, Justin, our, our head brewer, came up with that, and it's his beer, so we threw it on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, for us, even experimental stuff, it's got to be a beer first and foremost. If it's trying to taste like something else, to us, what's, yeah. what's the point? It's, mm-hmm. got, it's a beer. People come to us because we're a brewery. They don't want a Mike's Hard Lemonade. They want a beer. Yeah. Um, and then we can play with it and bring the other flavors in. So this has the shandy flavors, but it's not, you know. We might get sued for that one comment there. <laughs> yeah, I know. They didn't, they didn't pour a glass of beer downstairs and then add lemonade to it. Yeah. It's, this yeah. is, no, right, right, right. It, it tastes almost a, just a regular wheat beer, but someone threw like a handful of those uh, lemon head candies from yeah. the kid. Yeah. Right. Kid. Yeah. Good. Just threw them in there. Yeah, that's Man, I like that. Yeah. Justin's still playing around with the glass because the head it. is yeah. well. No, the it's sticking inside. We have about three off the flight. Yeah, I know, I know we can't see it, but we'll post the pictures if we can. We've got three or four of the flights, and the head is still actually clinging to the mm-hmm. sides of the glass. That yeah. the beer is actually yeah. kind of so the, full and good. I mean, look, look at the two of them in this one. So, I've been sipping on the uh, barrel aged. If anybody uh, wants a trip, now that it's been warmed yes, up to room temp, actually, that's, yes, what, so that's what we were wanting earlier. We we're talking about it. Now yeah. that's at room temp, I think it's that, just that will probably really be my uh, mid, mid beer in between. Uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> my rest yeah. beer, and then when we get cocktails. Going back to this lemons of doom, though, I'll tell you, yeah, I've I've had tapped on here more like other um, shandies, and not specifically, you know, summer shandy or anything like that, but more of like the uh, the Michigan shandies. And I'll tell you, this one, this one's probably the best one we've had because I feel like this one's like, like you said, it's like Lemonhead in a in an actual beer, but without the tart, without but the without tart. without crazy tart back end, you know, real clean finish, and it's just easy going. I mean, I like I like that, I, and That's I great. I specifically can think of a couple on top of my head right now that I probably was like, eh, you know, gotta have a shandy on, but do I want to go that <laughs> that other route? You know, I'll stay local, and this one's the best, so. Okay. That's awesome. That barrel age though has a wholly different profile once it's slightly yeah. warm temp- temperature. I thought it was clean before. Yeah. It even, it somehow became the, the, cleaner. Well, that's smooth. Yeah. It's smoother now, like a nice um, bourbon that you've warmed. You know, that's mm-hmm. not too cold. It's you, you know, it's so much smoother now when it's slightly room temperature. A lot. A lot of our regulars at the pub have gotten to the point where if they see we have something barrel aged on, t- yeah, uh, they order it and then they order a pale ale or something something else and this Let will just sit, sit on their table yeah, while right. they drink their other beer Come and at the end of the night it. they go they go for it is that what was the abb on that one uh this one's about seven I'm about seven That's, so i mean no are you serving that in pint i mean no, is it still pint no. is it still sniffers it's only, only. only. Is that, yeah I mean, plus you want that big glass to get your nose yeah, in. That's, you get, that's yeah. get your hand around to get it warmed up and stuff, like a you know, like a wine. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, so just uh, no, 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 no. You're you're Go absolutely it, right. Man. It's it's fantastic beer. I I can't get enough of it. Totally different profile <laughs> when it's warmer. And the bad thing is. I don't know what I'm going to go to when I order my next beer right now. Right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the horrible thing. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah I mean, a lot of choices, man. There, I didn't. Oh, not I, a beer. I, I know I'm ordering another one of those and let it sit. Yeah. Well, that's and that, right, that's right, exactly right. right. But what am I drinking before that? Uh, I don't know at this point. Yeah. Well, the uh, regular serendipity on its own is fantastic as well. And we've been doing uh, floats at the brewery for the summer when it gets hot. Nice glass of serendipity really? porter. And just drop a scoop of uh, Kilwin's vanilla ice cream oh, yeah. on top of it to kind of pal- polish <laughs> off the summer. <laughs> oh the Luna's God. actually been good with that, too. Damn. It's kind of like an orange cream sickle. Mm. I've never tried to yes, throw ice cream yeah. into my beer. That's, oh, yeah. the beauty, that's the beauty of northern Michigan and fudgies alike. You know, you can <laughs> come <laughs> up here and you just throw three, it. Three throw years it, and you got the term down. That's right. You know, just Wait, throw, what is throw, a fudgie? Throw an ice cream in. Throw a scoop of ice cream there and you <laughs> got anything? it In anything? In your beer? 
That's it. Any a beer? No, no, not any beer, but yeah, no. <laughs> certain, certain beers. IPAs haven't found one yet that right, works. Right, right. No, no, no. Most yeah, just light, kidding. Just most kidding. light beers haven't worked for me, but Luna, it's that citrusy comes through. It's like an orange cream sickle that's just what really you, nice What if you try like a sorbet into I've the IPAs? I've never thought about that. Instead of a, you know, because there's, no mil- there's no milk in those. It's yeah. strictly a fruit and ice no, kind of thing. That's not a Could bad work idea. as well. No. I've never thought of like <laughs> ice cream inside of like, like your, you said your Luna. That's amazing. That would be fantastic. That's such a great idea. So we do... In the, in the idea. summer, uh, sorry, winter, we'll do pairing dinners at our place, and we'll invite in restaurants that don't have liquor licenses, yeah. and then we'll pair them with beers. And we have a coffee shop down the road from us, Roast and Toast, that uh, oh, yes. they make all their own coffee in-house, roast it uh, from that's, scratch. That's, that's become such the big thing, too, the pairings, and yep. then even even pairing with a local roaster yeah. you know, or something. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen that at a few other breweries. they got a local mm-hmm. roaster here, and they love to do the, the beer pairings, like, like wine tastings, yep. because it's... It's gotten around to that point, but it's a little less pretentious than the whole wine pairing. Right, exactly. yeah, absolutely. Stuff, you know? so, right, right. Roast and more toast. approachable. Roast and Toast is, has been around for quite a while for a local mm-hmm. roaster, especially mm-hmm. in northern Michigan. They just celebrated their 20th year. Uh, for northern Michigan, that's absolutely insane. Without getting bought out. Far ahead of the curve. <laughs> Without getting bought out by somebody, yeah. <laughs> no, they, they intend to stay local. I mean, I went to school with their kids. They're from awesome. Petoskey. They're, that's where they want to be. Um, we made a black IPA with their coffee. Um and then we did a pairing dinner with them, so they made just this fantastic spread of food. In the end, we did a flight of five. It was one of their coffees, one of our beers, uh, one of uh, root beer from Northwood Soda that was made with their espresso, which was fantastic. Right. Uh, wow. Our Luna wow. and then our Serendipity, and we made them all into floats as well. So everybody's sitting here with like a oh three-ounce beer, half an ounce of it, and then we drop a scoop of vanilla ice cream on top. So <laughs> oh we, we like to play around and just not That's amazing. Not stop on these. Never heard that one before. Of all the, a lot of the breweries we've uh, and things we've done, yeah. never heard I'm the drop of ice cream into the beer. I think when we're done here, I might have to walk over to an ice cream yeah, shop. Yeah, no, 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 I'm getting sorry. There's a place Right put it on my account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go there so much. Just put it on Stacy's account. <laughs> I got a running tab over there. Don't worry. Well, this has been going great. I think we should uh, take a break. JC is going to whip us up some drinks and yeah, uh, make a couple cocktails for y'all. Hell yeah. yeah. Let's, let's you, take it up a notch. Man, well, thank you. Thank you from uh, Beer Brewery. And uh, yeah. uh, I, I, I pronounced that probably a little better because it sounded like <laughs> Beer Brewery. but Yes, yeah. Beer Brewery. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The brewery that makes beer. Keep going. Beard. <laughs> Beard. Yeah. Beard. Yeah. Let's take five and start drinking again. All right, man. I, I need another drink. <laughs> There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes. Oh, she drinks gin and whiskey and she drinks Dago Red. Oh, she drinks gin and whiskey, Lord, she drinks Dago Red. Then comes home to me, talking all out of her head. She's the kind of woman that make you want to cut her throat. She's the kind of woman that make you want to cut her throat. She's the kind of woman make you any man's go.
loving, but baby won't give me none. I need loving, but baby won't give me none. Oh, that woman won't do nothing long as them gin mills run. All that gin mill whiskey sure will wreck your life. <laughs> All that gin mill whiskey sure will wreck your life. <laughs> will run you crazy and make you want to kill your wife. <laughs> Lord, this hard liquor sure is telling on me. Lord, this hard liquor sure is telling on me. It's got me going, but I just can't let it be. Thank you.